When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, we are live. What is going on? I'm outside. Uh, yeah, I was just finishing up with um, Bob the Canadian's chat, and I think he's going a little bit over, but I saw some people waiting in this chat, so I didn't want to uh, make you guys wait too long. The, uh, the stream said it was going to start on the hour, so I think we should start on the hour and uh, basically I may say this a, a couple times just as people are showing up but if you are from Bob the Canadian's chat I do it a little differently you can just ask questions uh, right away the chat is a lot smaller than Bob the Canadian's chat so I usually can handle all of the uh, people in the chat most of the time Luxa, Luxa. Now you're from Poland, right? Or are you from yeah, from Poland. Not from Romania. Somebody wrote Romanian subtitles on my one of my videos. I'm looking to uh to find out who that is so I can thank them. My hair is a bit of a mess today, but it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. I saw uh Poland. Very nice, Poland. I read a book not too long ago about Poland. It was called between two giants and a lot of the book talked about how Poland has been in the middle of Germany and Russia and often you know a lot of fighting has gone on in Poland so great country Poland all right I just saw Eugene Eugene nice talk we had yesterday so glad you could join hello Brent by the way in Ukraine, we have a very famous rhyme about the garden of the cherry tree. It's written by a name I probably can't pronounce. Oh, and cherry trees are very common in uh, Ukraine. I bet that Ukraine and where I live in the United States and Maine, I bet we have very similar growing seasons, similar plants. Are a lot of potatoes grow in Ukraine? That is a big crop here. Potatoes and blueberries are big crops here. Aniko, welcome, welcome. All right, I don't know if Naima is here, but I did see one of her early questions. It was a great question too. So yesterday I released a video about six other ways to say you're smart in English. And Naima has a follow-up question to that. So she asks, and I hope Naima's back. I hope Naima's back. Is Naima here? Okay. Sometimes I can find out if they are here by... She is here. She, I, she, she's in the chat. So let me copy and paste her question. She says, hi, everyone. Hope you're doing well. I hope everyone is doing well also. Today, my question is related to yesterday's class. Can we apply this idiom jack-of-all-trades to a savvy person? It's a great question. Sorry, bumping the camera. Uh, 
jack of all trades means a person who is good at many things. So savvy would work in that. So a jack of all trades might be able to fix your car, might be able to do your math problem, might be able to help you with your clothing. So they might be fashion savvy. They might be tech savvy. They might be car savvy. So a jack of all trades would have many different um, specialties. They would be good at doing many different things. So Rod is here. Welcome. Welcome. Aniko, welcome. Yeah, uh, the, the history of Poland is so tragic. So tragic. Uh, I've done a little research on World War II and you just think when the, uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to get too political, but poor Poland has been in the middle of many fights along with Ukraine, a lot of, uh, a lot of other countries too. So, and Eugene is from Ukraine. Ah, Mary is here. Welcome, Mary. And Mega is here. Ibrahim, welcome. Great chat with uh, Ibrahim yesterday, is it? No, probably a little late for um, Miho from Japan, but the three of us got together for a chat. Um, Sandeep, welcome, welcome. Uh, Eugene, I see a question right here. And I will just take the questions. Bob the Canadian has a great way to flash the questions up. I don't have that technology, but um, I do copy and paste the questions so you know what I'm talking about. Eugene from Ukraine is asking, it's a long question. I gotta cut off the last T to copy and paste. By the way, Brent, do people in the US go for herbs you see that it has an H at the beginning, but we cut that H off. Herb. What's up, we? Herb. Uh, to the countryside, do you and your family do it? My family does it every June. Oh, and after that, we get the herbs into our tea. That does sound yummy. We don't do that. We don't know. I would say American families in general, that's not something we do. Many of us, and I don't think we have a right to, but many of us are nervous about picking berries that we don't know, so we just buy them at the store. Even though where I live, we do have wild blueberries and wild raspberries, and I will sometimes pick them, but by and large, no. No, we don't do that, but that sounds wonderful. Naima, Naima has the flowers. The flowers are supposed to come at the end. Do we, is that just welcoming everybody now? Love the flowers, love the flowers. Ivan, I see a question from Ivan. I'm going to try to go in order. I see another question from Naima. Another question, which one is correct? I wanted to write them. I don't focus on others' progress. Um... Okay, so I, oh, there's progression. So I would say the first one, but let's talk about the apostrophe here for a second. If you're talking about more than one person, you would want to go S apostrophe. So this is what I would say. I don't focus on others' progress. And if you're talking about learning English, I think that is 
an amazing thing to do. Worry about you. Don't worry about your friends. Um, and if you look on the internet, you will see, I learned English in 30 days. No, no, they didn't. That's impossible. So focus on your own progress. Don't worry about others' progress. Naima, a great student for sure. Uh, all right, Ibrahim. Good question here. What do we say in the US? Do you say mother, father, or mom and dad? Mom and dad is way more common. Uh, in my part of Maine, you'll often hear uh, ma. Ma for mom, for short. Um, you won't hear this as much, but some people call their dad pa or pop. Or um, sometimes my old man for fathers. But I would say, by and large, mom and dad. Um, my children call me dad. If they want to be funny and proper, they might say, Father, what are we having for dinner? But that's proper, father. And they will say mother. And, um, but because Jamie is from the South, if you, my wife sometimes joins the live chats. She's sometimes in some of my videos. And they call her mama probably one M there, but it could be two M's, mama. So that is what is most common. Now, if we were going to talk about what grandparents are called, it's a whole different thing. There are many different names for grandparents. In fact, where I live, there was, unfortunately, that generation has passed away, but there was a large French-speaking community a large French-speaking community. And often you would hear mama, uh, papère, mamère, papère, um, mimi. Uh, so lots of uh, grandparents, but we're not talking about that, right? Ah, Erroni, buon pomeriggio. Susanta, how are you? If you are new, think about uh, subscribing. I try to do these live chats about four times a week for about an hour, sometimes five times a week. During quarantine, it was seven times a week, sometimes twice. I love doing these live chats. I love seeing you guys. There are so many people that are so supportive of this channel. It's awesome. Okay, let's talk about this Ivan. Ivan, Ivan. And I think I used Ivan, one of Ivan's questions in uh, the quick class. Ivan, great question. Ivan today says, Teacher Brent, what is the difference between I'm about to, so that means you're getting ready to, I'm about to leave to go to the store. I'm about to, I'm going to go to the store. No difference there. Um, let me change that a little bit. Um, we could say gonna. I'm gonna head. You would probably hear that. I'm gonna head to the store. No difference there. I'm fella. No. That last one, that's, we don't say that. Um, 
Now, you might hear some people call a guy a fella, a fella. What's up, fella? And that, um, that's actually a slightly older term, fella. Uh, I saw this fella the other day, and he was trying to sell me a car. Don't know if that, I don't know why he was selling me a car, but a fella, fella. Yeah, we don't, we don't use that. Uh, Eugene says, uh, Ukraine, about the same climate as here. I would love to visit Ukraine one day. would love to visit so many places. But what's that place? Is it Odessa? That's right on the, on a sea. It looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. All right. There was a question from Ibrahim that was blocked. But I, I something about the finger. We'll get to that one. We'll get to that one. We'll get to that one. Uh, can I, oh, these, these are always tricky. Okay. I'm going to say Josh, Josh, Josh is what Josh is wondering if I can pronounce his name quickly. Josh about there. That was totally wrong. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's awful. I know. it. So I guess to answer your question, no, I probably can't pronounce your name. I'm sorry. Next question here. Oh, we is wondering, a good question. What's the difference between proceed and to continue? There is no difference. There is no difference. I am going to proceed and going to the store. Maybe you were stopped for some reason. I am going to continue going to the store. Same thing, same thing, Edgar. Mr. Rambo, how are you? How are you? Steven Seagal is back. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, so I won't do it on camera. Ibrahim is wondering, do Americans use this idiom? Give the finger. Yes, we do. So, oh, this is famous. When you're driving and somebody cuts you off. Cuts you off means you're driving and then they suddenly come out of nowhere and get in your way and you have to slam on the brakes, that would be cutting you off. And as an American or somebody in the United States, you probably have to give the finger. I don't give the finger, but, and I won't. There, there are some teenagers in this chat, uh, but it's this finger right here. It's the bad finger. So if you put all of your fingers down Except for that one, you give them the finger, or here's a good one. You flip the bird. All right. You flip them the bird. Now, now if you do that, that could be, that could be, you get ready to fight. Okay. So you have to bring it if you flip somebody off, unless you have a very fast car. But uh, yeah, flip the bird, give the finger. And we also call that road rage road rage if somebody is really upset in their car we'll call it road rage um unfortunately there have been some deaths over road rage so be careful be careful and i know there are some people from india in here that i have seen on video some of the driving in india Ooh, i'm sure there's some road rage there all right Eagles fly from East Timor. Welcome. 
Yeah, Eugene says it's really impossible to learn a language in a month. Right now, I am trying to learn Italian, and I've been at it for a year. But I honestly think it's going to take me three years just to have a good conversation in Italian. It takes a long time. And I know some of you have been at this for a long time, and you're doing a great job. Because I've spoken to you. Good job, good job. All right. Uh, right here. Rafael from Brazil. Brazil. That's probably not it. Brasilia. Brasilia. Welcome. Bom dia. Bom dia. Um, the question is, can rear and raise have the same meaning? Yes, it can. So you could say that I am raising my children, I'm raising my children, or I am rearing my children. But raising is way more common. But yes, you, you sometimes will hear that. It's a, a slightly older term, I believe. Oh, good night. Yeah, I believe it's really late in East Timor. So Eagles Fly, I hope you have a good night. I have said this to some people too. I, I think Nori last night as she was going to bed, I think it was last night. Um, we often say in the United States, sleep tight. Try not to shake the camera. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. You might say that to children as they're off to go to bed. And when I was a kid, that was a joke. Like, ah, bed bugs. You don't have to worry about those. But bed bugs have come back in recent years in the United States. Thankfully, we don't have to worry about that. But, in my house. But, if you go to a hotel sometimes, you do have to worry about bed bugs. All right. Sandeep, I uh, have a question. What does, I got to tell you, what does that mean? It, it pretty much means nothing. But we often say that when uh, we want someone's attention, maybe. But man, I, I got to tell you, I got to, it's just to wake somebody up to let them know that, like, I have something important to say, possibly. But I, I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you. We often say it like that, and then we tell them what we want to tell them. I got to tell you. I got to tell you. Uh, Naima. Oh. Sam the Taiwanese. Welcome, my friend. I often see you in Bob the Canadian's chat. Glad you can make it over. Actually, you have been here before, I think. I think you have. So welcome, welcome. Naima is wondering, in the U.S., do we say veggies or vegetables? I always mix them up. We say both. Yeah. We might often say to children, you better eat your veggies. You'll get nice and strong. Eat your veggies. Say both. Veggies is just, uh, you know, a little shorter. A little shorter. Uh, Sandeep. Yeah, mommy. So my wife. Okay, I'll just talk about Jamie for a second. And it's usually with two M's right there. Mommy is is often used, yeah, especially by little kids. Mommy, I need some milk. Mommy, mommy. 
But um, Jamie, my wife, has always not liked the sound of that. And especially as my children are 13 and 14 right now, um, mommy probably wouldn't be said. Probably wouldn't be said. Hi there from Poland. Welcome. Andrea, how are you? All right. Vladimir. Vladimir. Privet. Privet. Is there any difference between complicated, difficult, hard, tough, complex, tricky? Whew. What a tricky question. They're all pretty much the same. They really are pretty much the same. If you look at complex though, complex, complex is often hard. Yes, for sure. It's hard, but it often has multiple parts. It has many parts that make it difficult. So while that question could be a little tricky, it could be a little difficult, I wouldn't call it complex just because there's only one part, one part. We do, I don't want to get too much into grammar, but in English, we do have something called complex sentences and they are made up of different parts. So when you think of complex, think of tricky, hard, but with multiple parts for the most part. Uh, this live stream is going to go about an hour. I try to get in an hour, but sometimes we have so much fun that I stay on for a little longer, but uh, it's good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. I would like to shout out all of the members right now. There are several in here, thank you so much. I see Aniko is in here, um, Rod is in here. I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. If you would like to become a member, it's, it's $1. I tried to keep it cheap, all of the English lessons are always free, always free. But with a membership, you can get uh, $4. You get all of the perks. Um, you get access to videos a little early. Sometimes I made a vlog yesterday from members. Things that I just wouldn't put out on the YouTube channel, but my um, sister-in-law thought she might've broken her ankle. So I did a quick vlog about that. Luckily, her ankle was not broken. Uh, Ibrahim, thank you so much. Oh, I speak like a British person when I say father, father. Nico, yes, thank you for being a member, Nico. Uh, Ivan, what is the difference between sunrise and dawn? Nothing, well, not much, not much. And in the mega lesson from a couple weeks ago, I actually talked about dusk and dawn. But when I filmed the video live, not live, but when I filmed the video, I mixed them up and I had to do a voiceover to correct myself. So they can be very diff uh, they can be very tricky. Dusk is right around sunset as the sun is going down. Dusk is a little bit longer period of time as it gets dark. And then dawn is like sunrise, but maybe a little longer but they're, they're pretty much the same thing. Pretty much the same thing. Great question. Uh, Luxa is wondering, or Luke, I'm sorry. He asked me to call him Luke. Luke, um, what about 
the verb fancy that mm. means imagine that she fancies that gardener yeah she likes that gardener that is definitely british that is definitely british we do not say that in the united states you might hear someone say it jokingly like oh fancy that but americans don't really say that the british do Hmm. Fancy that. Good glass of water. Top of the morning to you. It's my best British accent. Um, trying to look for some new questions. Nori is here. Welcome. Thank you for becoming a member. Yeah, okay. Eagles fly. Oh, uh, did you already go to bed? I'm sorry if I missed this question. Maybe you can watch on replay. And the replay, it usually takes 12 hours, but um, YouTube adds subtitles. So, and they add the HD. If you watch within the 12 hours, it's standard definition, not high definition. So the question here, if you aren't sleeping yet, um, I have trouble to pronounce the word air. Sometimes I confuse it with hair. Ah, so confusing. So basically, air is pronounced like this, air. And that means someone who will inherit money or property after someone dies. They are the heir to the throne, heir. Sandeep, I did answer that. Thank you. Trying to figure out. Oh, Virschloff is wondering what is going on in Seattle lately? That's a good question. For the last month or so, I have tried to stay away from the news because it's just all crazy. It's all crazy. From what I know, in Seattle, there is an autonomous zone. It'd be great if I could spell this. Autonomous. It's a good word to know. Did I spell that correctly? I, if you are new here, I am a notoriously bad speller. I'm not a great speller. Spell check helps me. In Seattle, there's what's called this autonomous zone where apparently it's like a different country or they think it is. The people who have taken it over and I think they want no taxes and uh, I, don't, I don't know. But uh, it's a bit of a mess and I think the president wants to send troops in to clear them out. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just happy that I don't live in Seattle right now. Where I live, it's, it's super peaceful. The coronavirus isn't uh, affecting us much. Autonomous, thank you. Did I spell it wrong? I might have. Spell check said I got it right. Thank you so much for helping me with spelling. I do need that sometimes. Speaking of bugs, there was a wave of grasshoppers around, no way. Um, that's not good. We sometimes would call it like a plague, a plague of locusts. They're very similar to grasshoppers, but sometimes there are just waves of locusts and they block out the sun. I hope that's not true. There is some news saying that we have this massive sand cloud that's coming from parts of Africa. 
I don't know, hope that doesn't, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I am ready for 2020 to end. 2020 has been the worst year, the worst year. Now, my father passed away in 1999. That, that was a bad year. 2020 though, man, Oof, that's a bad year for everyone, right? The worst year ever. Can we say that? The worst year ever. I need to tell you something. Aroni. Thank you, sir. I need to tell you something. Got to tell you something. Um, if I do happen to miss your question, I'm sorry. Uh, please ask it again. <coughs> Excuse me. Please ask it again, and I will answer it as quickly as I can. Okay. Uh, Afiel is saying that there are problems with mosquitoes. There are problems with mosquitoes here. We have bug spray. That's what you put on to try to get rid of the bugs. We just call it bug spray. Sometimes that doesn't work. If you saw some of my videos that I filmed in early June, we had a problem with black flies. At dusk and at dawn, the black flies would be very bad. But that usually only lasts for three weeks in the early summer here where I live. Oh, we is saying it's the last day of school, remote schooling. Wow, my last day of remote schooling was June 5th. Zabeda's here. Welcome, Zabeda. Um, all right, so Nico is talking to Nori about the fear of heights. The fear of heights. And I have mentioned this. The fear of anything, you say you, you can say you have a phobia for it. And there is an English term for the fear of heights, but I can't remember what it's called. It's not agoraphobia, I don't believe. Agoraphobia, agoraphobia means you are afraid to go outside. I actually had a student two years ago. His mom had agoraphobia. She was afraid to go outside. The opposite, the opposite of that is claustrophobia, where you don't like tight spaces. Elevators could be difficult for you. Arachnophobia, the fear of spiders, very popular in the United States. Lots of fear of spiders. Dikshant is here. How are you? I felt bad earlier in the week. I shouted out Dikshant and I shouted out Mega because we had some of our live streams that were just bad timing for India. Very good for Europe and Brazil and Argentina and Colombia where many people watch, but it's bad for India. And I'm sorry about that. Tomorrow will be good. Today will be good for India. All right, Brent, what is the difference? It's a good question right here, Ivan. Another good question. Mr. Brent, what is the difference between speak, tell, say? Okay, blabbing and chatting. Um, oh, I'm an awesome person. Thank you, sir. Um, so those first couple are, are pretty much the same thing. To speak, to tell, to say. There's usually no emotion with it. You're not yelling. You're not screaming. You're just telling. You have some information, maybe and you want the other person to know. 
The other, the lap, okay, the other two are a little different. Blabbing would imply that this person is talking too much. And whatever they are saying is not important. You basically want them to be quiet. You want them to shut up, which is not so nice to say. So be careful if you say shut up in the United States. It's pretty rude. Chatting is probably when you are with your best friend and you guys are just catching up. Maybe you haven't seen each other in a while. We often say catching up when you haven't seen a person in a while and you're talking about what you have done for the past couple weeks. Just chatting. Sometimes you'll hear chit chat. Oh, what did you do with your friend today? I might ask my wife. Oh, we just chit chatted. Just chit chatted. We just chatted. Uh, Sandeep is wondering what is the weather like? Well, let's do a quick, let's do a quick, I, I could turn the camera around. Let's do it. Look at this. Come on. It's absolutely beautiful. And I saw, let me turn this. Ah, boomer, boomer alert. Uh, the, um, I saw Deekshan too said phobia is from the Greek. Deekshan's a pretty smart guy. Knows a lot about different languages. So phobia and also from the Greek, the opposite. I will do a, I will do a video on this. I, I like doing this with my classroom students. File is love. And we've, we've talked about that in some live chats. File, love. All right. Yes, I use my phone. I use my phone. <laughs> Virschloff, if I missed your question, I'm sorry. I'm going to skip down to try to get more current questions. Um, Virschloff is asking, what is a nice way to tell someone to shut up? Um, what do we say in our meetings? Um, man, be, I can't remember what we say, but we need to be careful of our, uh, we call it airtime. So in a meeting, they might say, please um, be conscious of uh, your airtime, which means be careful about how much you talk during the meeting. You don't want to dominate a meeting for work. So, um, but let's see. Uh, what is a nice way to say be quiet? That's, uh, um, I mean, you could say stop talking. That's still mean though. I'm trying to, uh, what is it? I don't know if there is a nice way to tell someone. Stuff it. No, that's mean. That's mean. I can't think of a nice way to say stop talking. Shut it. That's, that's very, that's very rude. Shut it. I don't know. I will keep thinking of a nice way to say stop talking. <laughs> Maybe the best way. I got, I got to go. I'm sorry. I got to go. I got to leave. I got to leave. Uh, Ibrahim, thank you. I, I do. I, I think I do live in a, sorry to shake the camera. I do live in a beautiful place and, um, I don't, I don't ever take that for granted. Deekshanch. Oh, nice. I don't use Twitter enough. I focus on Facebook. 
I definitely am a, a boomer in the Facebook way. Deekshant, I actually wanted um, to get in touch with you on Facebook. Um, if anybody wants to, if you're not too old, you can check out the Facebook page. And there were a couple members on the Facebook page. We tr I tried to pull into a video chat. Um, Deekshant has added Hindi subtitles to one of my videos. So nice of him. Thank you so much. Uh, wait a minute. Uh, yeah. Susanta, that, that's not bad. Hey, hey, can you, can you wait a minute? Can, hang on. Just try to say it nicely. Okay, try to say it nicely. Deekshant, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, Facebook is definitely not for everyone. Um, who was it, Eugene? Eugene and I were talking about Facebook. Um, you know, it's mostly an older, older person's thing. No, Jesus. Jesus doesn't use Facebook much. Nori, right? We, we talked about that. It doesn't use Facebook much. Facebook is shut the front door. That's what Aroni said. Shut the front door. And so that implies you might be swearing a little bit, but then you change it at the end. Shut the front door. When you can't believe something, shut the front door. All right, more questions. Keep, keep quiet, Deekshant says. That's, it's, it's hard to say that without being mean though. Keep, keep quiet. Adults hate it if you shush them. So that's shh, shh, shh. We do that to children. You shouldn't do that to adults. So somebody might say, did you just shush me? Did you just shush me? Don't, don't shush. I don't know if there's a nice way to say, shut your yapper. Shut your yapper. That is very mean. Don't say that. Shut your yapper. Oh, Mega. Mega has to leave. <laughs> Zabeda. Yeah, say it as nicely as possible. Please shut up if you don't mind. Yeah, that's not rude at all. Nice smiley face. Um, Sharaf. Hey, could, could you give us some silence for a moment? Could, could you? Could you? Huh? Could you? Um, yeah, Nori, Nori is, uh, Nori's getting banned soon. Nori's getting banned. Uh, no, there was a time when Aroni might have been banned. He survived. He never was officially banned. All right. What's the difference between, uh, one, what, Rod is wondering, what's the difference between to remember and to reminisce? That is a great question because they are slightly different. So if you remember your childhood, it's a pretty neutral uh, connotation. And I've talked about connotation before. It's the meaning that's kind of hidden when you use a word. If you look it up in the dictionary, it might not be there. So if you remember your childhood, it just means you're thinking back. The second you say, I am reminiscing, that always means there are good feelings associated with that word. Reminiscing about your childhood means you're thinking back to the good times. Remembering your childhood without some context, without other parts to that sentence, we don't know if it's good or bad. So Rod, 
Awesome, awesome question. Shush. Mr. Rambo says, shush, shush, shush. So I wonder, are people telling me to shush? Are people telling me, you don't, you want me to stop talking? Shh, shh, shush. Um, Susanta, Susanta. I, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Uh, what does it mean to say it all out? We'll often say um, to get it all out too, to get it all out. So maybe you have some feelings inside and you just want to get it all out. Maybe you have been having um, some problems with your friend. Maybe they're talking too much and you just want to get it all out. You want to lay it all out, lay it all out on the table. You want to just get it all out there. No more secrets. You just want to get it all out. Some people will say that too about crying. You just, just let it all out. Just let it all out. Vent. Raphael, nice job. Vent. Oftentimes when you say vent, it's not with crying. It is um, a lot of like grievances, a lot of complaints, and you're just going to get it all out. Vent complaints. Complaints. I'm trying not to shake the camera. Sorry. Oh, Deekshanch. No, I'm sorry. I do not know what that means. Aberdeen. No, I'm sorry. Virschloff, could you please keep your, sh your mouth shut? for a while. Yeah, I'm sure nobody would, would mind that. I'm sure. Oh, uh, Eugene is saying in Young Sheldon, Meemaw. We, we do that uh, for grandmother oftentimes. Meemaw, hello. Meemaw said just eat. Or did he say that to his Meemaw? Just eat. All right, because if you're eating, you can't talk, right? Just just eat your food. And we have to say that to little kids here in the U.S. And I'm sure you, you do as well. Sometimes they just get so excited that they don't eat their food. It's just like, okay, okay. A little less talking, just eat, eat, eat. Um, whoa, Nori, I'm not, I'm going to. I'm going to hide that, what she said. I'm going to hide that. That would be very rude. She did block out the swear words, but it's funny. Um, you can make an addendum. An addendum? Yes. Maybe a, an official declaration. Add to it. Like, okay. Need to be quiet. Oh, okay. So we do, Deke Chance is talking about eggplants. So we use eggplant. I've never heard that term. All right, in the United States, we do use the term eggplant, and that is one of the only purple fruits and vegetables that I know of. And notice, I said this in Bob the Canadian's chat too, I often just use fruits and vegetables, or you could say veggies. I often say them together because I don't know, an eggplant I think might be a fruit, seems like a fruit to me. But I will just say, yeah, one of my favorite fruits and veggies is, uh, is an eggplant. It's not. It doesn't have much of a taste to me, but. 
Ah, oh, Zabeda. Thank you. All right, Ibrahim is asking, yeah, can we use, yeah, can, can we use resign and quit interchangeably? You can. But let's talk about the connotation. They both mean to leave a job. But if you say quit, it could mean they did it suddenly. Like they just had had enough, had had enough, and they're like, I'm done. Take this job and shove it. That was a popular song when I was a little kid. Take this job and shove it. That is what a lot of people said when they were quitting a job. Resigning in the United States, if you are going to leave a job, you usually give what is called a two weeks notice. Two weeks. Get my uh, apostrophe correct here. Two weeks notice. And that means you go to your boss. Oftentimes you will fill out a letter of resignation. Big word there, but that's the noun form of resign. A letter of resignation. And you give that, you give your employer or your former employer, you give them two weeks to find somebody new, to possibly train somebody new to take your job. All right. So that's the difference. Resign is a little more formal. Good question, though. Good question. Oh, Virslav. I Oh, no. Is that abuse? Is that abuse? This was um, one of the only clean glasses. We are doing uh, dishes right now. The dishwasher. It's cleaning. And this is all I had. This is a... Uh, I guess this is a beer. It could be a beer mug. But right now it's a water mug. But it's also... It's also durable. And it probably would break. But it's, it's pretty sturdy. I would never drink beer on camera. Uh, I know so many... But KJ Yoon is drinking beer. I know that so many uh, people live in countries where alcohol, part of their religion, I would never drink beer on camera. I would never. Never. But if you are, enjoy. Cheers. Um. Oh, very nice. Ibrahim said he gave one month before. And especially, especially if you work in an area where training takes a long time. So for me, teaching, I'm under contract. If in the middle of the year, I decided to quit, I might not find another job. My new employer wouldn't like me to leave the school year in the middle of it. So sometimes when you have a contract, you can't leave until your next contract is up. Or if you have a, a job that's highly, you have to be highly qualified, a lot of training, you might have to give a longer notice. The average in the US is two weeks. But. Deekshant, I don't know if he's asking, is that, is that to me? Why do you think we're different? That's probably not to me. It's probably not to me. 
Uh, we, yes, you should not be drinking beer. No, you are too young. No, don't drink beer. Don't drink beer. Um. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a that's a conversation between two other people. Um. Susanta, hi, teacher. I have another question, please. And if I missed your question, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ask it again. I will get there. I promise. Hey, teacher, I have another question. What does ramp up the rhetoric mean? I heard this phrase when they were talking about India-China fight on the border. Yeah, I hope that is has calmed down. I heard about that a couple weeks ago. A border fight between China and India. We definitely want those two countries to have a peaceful relationship. Definitely. Uh, to ramp up the rhetoric would mean instead of fighting, they are going to keep talking more rhetoric uh, rhetoric though sometimes sometimes has a bad connotation but it is definitely um speaking not fighting with weapons ramping up the rhetoric to ramp up it means to increase so yeah hopefully the uh the outcome will be peaceful all right, some more questions. Oh no, is there fighting going on in here? I hope not. Um, and I've I've said I've talked with many people, Rod, recently that um, you know the community here is just such a, a welcoming community. I love doing these uh, live chats uh, because so many people and many of you inspire me to become a better language learner. Um, had a great chat with Ibrahim yesterday, and he talked about the listening that he does while doing chores, while walking, or did you say running? Me, because I'm old, I listen to a lot of Italian while I'm walking. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a great community. Thank you all so much, which is why I, I like to go an hour or more often. Uh, oh, good. So Santa, I'm glad. I'm glad. Rod, that is a good question. What's the difference between boring, annoying, and hype? Like, gosh, they're so hyped today. Yeah, it's a great question. Great question. Elena, welcome. Welcome. So, boring and annoying are very different. Boring means you are uninterested. And I hope this chat is not boring to you. I hope you are getting useful information. If it's boring, you're probably just going to click buy. Never see that American guy again. He's trash. Boring. Annoying is different. That actually means it's bothering you. Boring is the opposite. You're not getting anything out of it. Pfft. Annoying means it's bothering you and you want it to stop. Annoying. Little kids maybe running around your feet can be a little annoying. They might trip you. Uh, a hype though, it's almost the opposite of boring. Hyped means you have a lot of energy. It's exciting. And if you say, gosh, oh gosh, they're so hyped today. 
Rod is a teacher in Brazil, and you might have to worry about your students. If they have too much energy, it might be difficult for you to teach. So, oh, they're so hyped today. But hyped can be a good thing. A lot of energy. Somebody's birthday. So hyped today. I'm getting some presents. Oh, no. <clears throat> some Star Wars talk. Oh, Ibrahim, very nice of you. Um, thank you. I, I hope I can inspire you. But um, you guys definitely inspire me. That's for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Raphael. A dull. Yeah, dull. So the opposite. Dull can have a couple different meanings. Dull can have a couple different meanings. But um, dull can be boring. Dull is also the opposite of sharp. And so sometimes I wanted to do the equal sign, but it's the opposite. Um, so sometimes dull can mean dumb. Often if we say, wow, someone is sharp, we could say they are smart. I could have used that in the video for six other ways to say someone is smart. I didn't want to do too many, but sharp could be one. Um, smart cookie. I didn't use that one either, but smart cookie. So dull can be boring and dull can be not that bright. Not that bright. Uh, Dechant, I have heard of Quora, and I believe that is when native speakers will they pronounce words for you. I think I've, I think that's the site, and I do believe I've used that for Italian before. Dull knife, blunt knife. Yes, yes. Often, um, man, we talk about uh, a blunt object when, uh, unfortunately, talking about like maybe murder. Like they were killed with a blunt object. Could have been like a hammer or something. Yeah, a blunt object. We, I don't know if this is for me or for everyone. It seems like it's for everyone. Do you guys like seafood? Do you guys like seafood? We have a joke. We have a joke in the United States. And it says like, I am on a seafood diet. I am on a seafood diet. I see food and I eat it. It could be a dad joke. Aroni. Is it a dad joke? I'm on a seafood diet. Uh, Afiel, um, no. Psych up is not just for children. So, my gosh. Um, my daughter had her wisdom teeth out this week. And I'm a little behind on videos. She's, uh, she's done well. She's a trooper. We sometimes use that for someone who's tough. They're trooper. But um, I had to psych myself up um, to be her dad, you know, so that uh, she was in a lot of pain. Um, so I had to psych myself up so I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't cry too much, too much. Gen Z. Yeah, I'm definitely not part of the Gen Z generation. Edgar, Mr. Rambo says, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> Good one. That is from um, 
The Shining. The movie, The Shining. I've read the book and I've seen the movie. Both are great. Um, Vladimir wonders, what's the difference between to yell and to scream? Not a lot. Not a lot. Both are raising your voice. Scream might have a higher pitch. Yell might be a little bit lower. So a typical voice from a man might be yelling. It might be a little more booming. And maybe because most women have higher voices, you might say that they were screaming instead. But, you know, not always. Not always. All right, I am going to write down Quora because I have seen that. Is it a translating? Is it translating? I'm going to write that down now. I think it might be. And while I'm here, I will put another quick link if there are some Brazilians who speak Portuguese in the chat. I'm going to put a playlist that Rod, Daniel, I don't think he is here, but about five videos now. Thank you, Rod, um, for adding Brazilian Portuguese subtitles to some of those videos, which might help if you are a Brazilian Portuguese speaker. Oh, dad joke. Sorry, Aroni. All right, Sylvia. Welcome, Sylvia. Let's talk about this right here. Long question. Hopefully I can copy it all. I can. The word refrain is so ambiguous. Firstly, you keep yourself from doing something. Yep. So... Um, hopefully you are refraining from smoking cigarettes. We, I hope you are refraining from drinking alcohol there, buddy. Yes. But on the other hand, it's something you do repeatedly. Yes, refrain. I mean, Sylvia, you nailed it. So refrain can mean to stop from doing something like I used. And then refrain, we often talk about with poems and with songs and the refrain is something you go back to. So, and uh, if you are unfamiliar with the big word that Sylvia used, ambiguous, it means the meaning is not clear. In fact, it could be a little like cloudy, ambiguous, C cloudy, like you can't see through it. Good question. Good question. Good. Never should smoke. Never should smoke. And Sylvia, I didn't, I didn't want to imply that you were smoking. I just used it as an example. Naima is still here. All right. Nori. A couple questions here. I definitely need to remember to see the member questions, don't I? You know those... Uh, I probably would say people in, in, in England, they would say persons, but we might say people here. You know those people who are always complaining about something, anything, the weather, the dog pooped on the rug. Yeah, we also call those people Debbie Downers. Debbie Downers. Um, I know some of you, because Aroni taught me this American slang term, Karen. Karen, don't be a Karen. 
I think a Karen could be also one of those people. Are you guys talking about a Karen? I might have missed it. But we also have Debbie Downer as well. A Debbie Downer is someone who finds fault in everything. I mean, look at this weather. It's beautiful out here, but they might look over that part of the sky. Oh, it's cloudy. It's cloudy. Yeah, Debbie Downer. We don't like Debbie Downers, do we? Debbie Downer. Oh, get those people out of your life. Uh, good question here, Raphael. This is another word that could be a little ambiguous. So we, yeah. So do you frequently use oven mitts? We would say mitts most of the time. And also, if you think about the sport of baseball, we would say a baseball mitt. Yes, they are gloves, but in those two ways, we would use mitt. And we do have something else. Maybe when it gets colder, I will do a video on winter gear. But we also have mittens. So, a glove is something you put on your hand in the winter and all of the fingers are available to use. A mitten, you actually only have your thumb and it's, it's one of those things that keeps your hand fingers together. So gloves and mittens, little difference there. Miho, welcome from Japan. <clears throat> Thank you for becoming a member. I'd like to know. What would you like to know? I got you. I'd like to know uh, American people may have a dryer for the laundry. Yes, to dry. We have a lawn. We have a dryer. That's what we call it. No, your question's not meaningless. Why they? Okay, so why don't we just hang our laundry out to dry? It's a good question. I guess in the United States, we often just, you know, are wasteful sometimes, but the dryer is so convenient. Big word there, but it's so easy to use. You can use a dryer in any weather. If it's raining out, you can still dry your clothes. But to hang your clothing out to dry, I don't know about you, but I think it smells so much better to be hung out in the, the air, maybe the night air. So did you notice how I used hung out? Hang, hung, irregular verb in the past tense. All right, we, he's got to go. I have a few more minutes, so I'll take a few more questions here. We are a little over an hour, but I don't know about you. I'm having some fun, hopefully answering some questions. My brain sometimes gets a little, a little foggy after an hour, but I am kind of going strong here. Ah, uh, Rafael. Yeah, the, the dryer is definitely convenient. Definitely convenient. No, Nori, you ran out of your monthly internet? No, go. Don't, they charge so much when you run out. Don't run out. We can talk later. 
what's what's the month? It's you still have many days left in the month too. It's the twenty sixth. It's my brother's birthday today. I need to um, wish him a happy birthday. He lives actually right up there. And my sister-in-law, I did make that members chat, uh, that members video yesterday. I check your tab if you haven't seen it, the members tab. She thought she broke her ankle yesterday and she sent me pictures and uh, it looked bad. It looked bad, but seems like she hasn't, she hasn't broken it. So my sister-in-law is my brother's wife. And it's my brother's birthday today. Susanta, I will tell him you said happy birthday. His name is Ben. What country are you from, Susanta? Susanta, welcome. Verschloff, thank you so much. Yeah, Sylvia, the Wi-Fi is super important. I am filming on my phone right now. And luckily, I have a data plan. Data plan. where I have unlimited. My data plan, notice how I say data, not data. You can pronounce it both ways. I say it data or data. Uh, my data plan is unlimited, luckily. It's a little expensive, but we have my children and me and my wife, four of us. So it's not so bad. And, um, I was trying to take a, my, my wife Jamie was trying to take a picture of me for one of the stupid thumbnails and our phones are actually better than her camera. And her camera is only four years old. The technology in phones is, is becoming crazy. Oh, Susanta, well, welcome from India. Oh, teach English. Very nice, very nice. So a few people from India, I definitely know um, Dikshant and Mega. I don't think they're here today, but um, Dikshant did actually. I think Mega said she had to leave. But so welcome from India. I wish I knew more Hindi. I wish I knew any Hindi. Ah, oh. namaste. We sometimes actually say that in, in English. Oh, good. I'm glad that there are a few English teachers. Um, Larissa was in here earlier. I know she is an English teacher in Russia. Yeah, Mr. Rambo, Edgar. Stephen King does live in Maine most of the year. And he actually grew up in the next town over. He grew up in a town called Lisbon, Maine, and my best friend in high school, his dad said that he beat up Stephen King one day when they were in school together. But um, a lot of Stephen King's stories are set not far from where I live, not far from where I live. Right, Quora, I saw that. I'm I'm writing that down. Ooh. Rod, so the question is equivocating and hesitating. I do not know that word equivocating, but the root, the Latin and Greek root at the beginning of that word 
makes me think it has something to do with equal, to be honest. So I almost thought equivocating means that you are... Oh, it means hiding the truth from yourself. Equivocate. Uh, so honestly, you know, I'm an English teacher. I do a lot of reading. I think my vocabulary in English is pretty good. And I had to look that up. So I think it's fair to say that most people in the United States would not use that word often. Now, hesitating is used quite often. It was a beta. What an honor for my friend's dad. I hope that's not true. Yeah, I hope that's not true. Zabeda, I like your humor. I like your humor. I hope that's not true. That's what he says. Um, hesitating means you're worried to do it and you might not follow through with it. It was a bug. Um, you might not follow through with it. So, um, and hesitant. Hesitant is a good way to describe someone who is hesitating so hesitant um i'm hesitant to drink coffee it always gives me a headache i love the taste but i often hesitate when someone offers me coffee i want to drink it but i better not because it makes my head hurt or hey welcome welcome Oh, no worries. Thanks. I put, yeah, I put some new emojis in the video. A little apple. Oftentimes in the United States, mostly many years ago, but for present, for the teacher, they would bring an apple. And I also put some books because even in 2020, books can be very helpful in learning. Most of the time they are online. Oh, Vierslav says, Hearts in Atlantis. No time to read that book. I read that book many, many years ago, and it came out as a movie, and one of my favorite, fav favorite actors was in it. Anthony Hopkins is in the movie Hearts in Atlantis. And every time I see a photo, we often have posters on telephone poles, that's, uh, they're kind of ugly, but that's a telephone pole and they have wires for the telephone, mostly internet these days, but in Hearts in Atlantis, sometimes there are lost dog posters put on telephone poles. If somebody has lost their dog or somebody has lost their cat, and every time I see one, I think of Hearts in Atlantis because in that book, secret messages were delivered through lost dog posters. There would be secret messages on those posters. So every time I see a lost dog poster, I think Hearts in Atlantis. Is that real? Is there really a lost dog or a lost cat? Or is there somebody trying to give messages? Edgar says, yes, because my friend's dad beat up Stephen King. That's why he started writing horror, horror, horror novels. That's too bad. I hope that's not true. 
Uh, Nori, yeah, Jamie loves chocolate. I love chocolate. Sylvia, we still use eavesdropping all the time. We use eavesdropping. And when we are eavesdropping, I don't know where that word comes from. Because it almost implies um, like water falling, eaves dropping. But it means we are listening in on a conversation that we should not be listening to. So sometimes children will eavesdrop on their parents' conversation when they should be in bed sleeping. They get out of their bed, creep around, trying to listen to conversations. There is a... I have too much water, but there is an old, uh, I can't do it. Uh, there's an old, when you eavesdrop, you put, let's see if I can tilt my head. This wouldn't work with this thick mug, but you put a cup to the door. Is that just a, a thing we do in the United States? It's an old, you see it in older movies. When someone is trying to eavesdrop through the door, they will put their ear in the cup and try to listen. I've tried it. It's not bad. You can hear a little bit. Uh, Raphael, we do not use Stay Gold. I believe that is from... We don't use that. I believe that's from a book called The Outsiders. Many students in middle school in the United States will read The Outsiders. <clears throat> And I believe there is a saying in it, like, stay gold, pony boy, I think. We don't use it. And in fact, I don't teach that book. I use other books. But Nguyen, we, do, we say heart of gold all the time. And that means someone's very kind, very generous. They have a heart of gold. Um, Ibrahim is asking, do I like reading printed books or e-books? Well, if you look up in my library... And it's because I'm older, I'm 44, I'm a boomer. I do have a lot of printed books. I've been collecting them for years. To be honest, the eBooks are just much more convenient, especially for learning Italian. And I love, if you do read in English to try to improve your English, I love e-readers because often if you don't know a word, you can hold that word and if you have it set up correctly, it could translate it for you. And in fact, on my Kindle, sometimes it will actually read it to me in Italian. So I prefer ebooks. Nori is wondering the Golden State. Is that California? It is. It is. And you've probably seen that very famous bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. And in 1849, there was a gold rush. In 1849, gold was discovered in California. And in the United States, most of the people lived on the East Coast. But a lot of people moved from the East Coast to the West Coast to California to try and become rich off of gold and it didn't work out for most of them but that is how a lot of people started populating the western part of the united states yeah rafael 
says uh, e-readers are gold when you're trying to learn a language. I agree. Hundo. Hundo. Nori. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's the way I always say it too. Hundo. Um, there's a video I made about American slang um, that I think has... I think uh, Rod made Brazilian Portuguese subtitles for us, so thank you so much. Um, Nguyen, yeah, gold. Man, I should do a video just on gold idioms. So the golden rule in the United States, I'm not sure if it's everywhere, but um, we say do on to. You may, you may have something similar. Do on to others as... What is it? Do unto others as others would, as you would want. I don't know how it goes, but it means treat other people how you want to be treated. Do unto others as others would do unto you. That's how it goes. But treat other people nicely because that's the way you would want to be treated. The golden rule. It's not that hard, right? Just try to treat everybody nicely. Rod has to go. Rod might have some students he has to teach. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for becoming a member. Thank you so much for your subtitles for Brazilian Portuguese. I probably should go also. I should probably check on my family, see if they're doing well. Susanta, yeah, I love the birds. I love hearing the birds. It's just uh, we've had a great summer, and I've said it before. We have not had rain, though. We need rain badly, badly, badly. Any couple last questions? Luke, thank you so much for joining. It's always fun. Edgar, I hope you don't mind me calling you Mr. Rambo. That's just a cool name, Mr. Rambo. Yes, be kind to others. And I want to be kind to you. So if you don't like Mr. Rambo, I won't call you that, but it's a cool name. Naima is showing the flowers so that is time to go. That's time to go. All right, Rafael. I almost wanted to cut this, though. We almost wanted to trim it. It's getting a little itchy. But, all right, Rod. Okay, I think, Rod, I think we're just about done, too. So, thank you all for... Yeah, there were a couple big cars. You probably heard them. It was like a big truck. Shref, luckily he was going slow. So he didn't, he didn't drown out our sound. He was going slow. There have been a couple cars that have gone by. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Mr. Rambo it is. I will continue to call you Mr. Rambo. You guys are the best. Aroni. It was definitely not DHL. It was definitely not a DHL truck. So thank you so much. Thank you, Aroni, for watching the chat. Thank you, Rod. Oh, Sandeep is wondering about the Louisiana Purchase. I actually have a video and a long one where I talk about the Louisiana Purchase. It's under, there's a Sacagawea video that I made a, quite a while ago, but I do talk about the Louisiana Purchase. It's under a playlist called, um, I think American, uh, I do some American history ones. Yeah, the Louisiana Purchase was, what, 1803, I believe. 
very um, famous in the United States. Interesting, I think. I will leave a playlist there in case you want to watch it. That's the playlist for the American history one. I hope you all have a great day. Maybe night where you're from. It could be getting late afternoon where some of you are from. I know in India it's getting very late. So thank you. And East Timor. I think Eagles Fly had to go to bed. So you guys uh, are the best. Thank you so much. We will do this tomorrow right before Bob the Canadian's chat. I will put out a link to that very soon. <laughs> Nori says it's 420 there. Is that seriously? Um, 420 in the United States. It is a big time for weed. Weed was talked about in Bob the Canadian's channel. I don't know why. 420 is something that people who smoke weed, which I do not, they like that time for some reason. I don't know. Oh, Gleb! Thank you for becoming a member. We were just about to leave. But because you're a member, do you have any quick questions? Thank you so much for becoming a member. If anybody else would like to become a member, it's, it's very, it's one American dollar. One American dollar if you would like to start out. But Gleb, you're late. Yes, Gleb, you're late. We were about to say goodbye. But do you have a question? I want it because you're a member. Thank you for becoming a member. I want to I wanna get to uh, your question. If you have a question. 420. 420. And you can always watch on replay. But thank you so much for joining. I am going to wait just a second for Gleb. Oh, no question for Gleb. But thank you so much for joining. You guys are awesome. This is always fun. It's a legal time. I don't know. I don't know why they call it. But you guys are the best. Thank you so much. This Oh, we went an hour and 20 minutes. This is fun. Hope you all have a great day, night, learning English. And tomorrow we'll do this again. All right. Thank you so much. Adios, amigos.